live from the Gift for Life Studios, celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal and Judy. And the whole dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner. And yes, we welcome back this week Vlade, the Russian dog wizard to Animal Radio Airwaves. Boy, we got to up the order of donuts. <laughs> he got paroled? That's got, so good. Isn't that good to hear? And We're not supposed yeah. to mention oh. Oh, oh, sorry. My bad. Someone should have told us about that. Uh, <laughs> I thought you know. The studios once again smell a bit memo. like vodka. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, kind, that. kind of comforting. You know? Yes, it is. It is. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. I see Octomom is in the news. What's that about? <laughs> First of all, my personal opinion, what a surprise that the attention whore returns to the news. Seriously. It, and, and the people that she's paired up with, those wacky, wacky animal activists at PETA, you're not going to believe it. I'll tell you the truth. Coming up in the news. Oh, no, always very exciting. Yeah. You know, I'm one of those people. People think if you love animals, you're in the animal business, that you immediately align yourself with all these organizations. No, oh, like not so much. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I never have Ooh, really thought they've always. Do it. <laughs> now we've been getting a lot of calls from uh, listeners saying your animal communicator, Joy Turner, can she talk to animals that aren't alive anymore? And crazy as it sounds, I know, I, I know, <laughs> she can do that. So she can go all the way back to your childhood pet. And or... I'm trying to think of my childhood pet. I a little Siamese cat. What about you? Oh yeah, I had uh, my first cat was Butterball. Butterball. You remember yes. your first cat, Bob, or dog, Bobby, or your first animal? First, I don't even know what you had. First dog. First dog was border collie puppy named Bootsy. If you could speak to Bootsy again, what would you say? Are you really on the farm playing like <laughs> mom and dad told us? Uh. Uh, we should ask Joy about that. Uh, okay, so she's on the way. <laughs> and uh, this healthy helping of animal radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with blue. Which one are we going to? Oh, hey, Ronald, how are you doing? Okay, how are you doing today? Doing good. Where are you? Uh, Montgomery, Pennsylvania. Montgomery, Pennsylvania, checking in. I have Dr. Debbie here. How can we help you? Hi. Yes. Hi. I have a young Doberman pincher, and I'm an over-the-road truck driver. And while okay. my wife was, but while my wife was sick one week, he went with me, and... Now he thinks he wants to go every week, but I was wondering, being Dobermans have a history of hip problems, mm-hmm. if if putting him in the truck, even, you know, with walking him, you know, regularly through the day, if it would cause any problems with that. Oh, if, whether or not the traveling in the truck would um, hasten or make a bigger problem with potential hip dysplasia. That's your question? Yes. No, I, I don't believe that would. And um, in this situation, the only thing that I'd say sitting in the truck might have a potential for would be l- less exercise. So we wouldn't want his weight to get too heavy. So it would be more that risk. But no, um, hip dysplasia, what you know, we would worry about sometimes is if a pet is in um, very active uh, athletic activities and if they have some tendencies towards hip dysplasia, then we might have some more issues there. Um, but no, I mean, sitting in the truck, hanging out with his dad, I think that's 
that's a great plan. And, you know, just to combat any kind of boredom or problems with his exercise, you know, if he's in truck, you want to just make sure you give him that ample opportunity for physical exercise, you know, a little bit of uh, mental stimulation. So, you know, maybe some retrieving, some toy uh, play behaviors when you, you make your stops. All of that will kind of keep him uh, physically fit. And uh, I don't see any problems with uh, riding along with your side. If he likes it, then hey. <laughs> Looks like you got the A-OK, Ronald. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you for your call today. one 405 Up to 9,000 greyhounds without a job because they've been laid off because of the economy. Yeah, now they're without That's a tough home. Times. That's tough times. It makes a glut for greyhounds, and we have an expert coming on in just a few minutes with the Greyhound Project and helping to uh, find homes for all these racing greyhounds that are out of work. It's all on the way right here on Animal Radio, as well as Dr. Debbie, dog father Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and uh, uh, Vlade. Yes, he's back. The Russian dog the wizard. Vlad. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Live from the Gift for Life studios, this is Animal Radio. Here's your dream team. Dr. Debbie, Joey Villani, Joy Turner, Bobby Hill, Vinnie Penn and Susan Sims. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Oh, and don't forget Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. He is back on Animal Radio today. We're very, very excited about that, as Bobby said earlier. Oh, we can't talk about that on the air? Where he's been or anything no, no, like no. that? It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. We'll let he him bring it up. He's doing some work yeah. for the state. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, now, I see, speaking of doing some work for the state, that there's a uh, couple of... Uh, Pet food makers in Chicago, actually a pretty major brand. Is it, is it Evinger's? Evinger's brand of food. The uh, creators, the owners, the founders of that company are in trouble be- because they were trying to... Now, let me get this right. They were trying to divert gas and power lines to their, their property. Is that correct, Bobby? Is that, That's is that- what the Cook County prosecutors say. Huh. Apparently, they asked their employees to do a little extra work involving jackhammers and rerouting them. <laughs> Power lines and gas lines. Allegedly, supposedly, purportedly. Oh, okay. Just yeah. allegedly right now. And I, right. I want to say that, you know, we have a pretty expensive radio bill here, electricity bill, because it is a radio station. We should see if we can divert some power lines. Yeah, yeah, there's a highway. Vinny and, and, and Vladi get out there with the jackhammers and divert some of those damn power lines. We can save some money. Ingenious. That uh, news story on the way. There's also, isn't there a Rachel Ray connection to that? These people have promoted their product and or Rachel Ray has promoted their product saying it's really, really top notch. Now, it's not the Rachel Ray brand of food, is it? Is, that, no, is, that is it made no, by no, the no, same no. company? No, okay. no, no, no. These people are their own little company, which mm-hmm. is why they're the ones being indicted. And there's also something to do with money laundering, which can never be good. Uh-oh. See, that's supposed to be a uh, news tease there, ladies and gentlemen. We pretty much told you the whole damn story. but <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, it's coming up in the Oh, news. there's more stuff. There yes, is more lots stuff. Lots more. Uh, we go to line six with Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing today? Doing great. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, here to help you with your most vexing yeah, well, problems. <laughs> Listen, I've got a uh, miniature German uh, schnauzer, and he's a wonderful little guy. Uh, he's about six years old. It's good. The, it's uh, good. It's very conservative. It's a Republican breed. Go ahead. He's, um, 
Uh, very loving, uh, but uh, when when the neighbor or friends come over, he jumps up and down all over them, uh, uncontrollable. Oh, uh, how, do I get, sounds... how do I get him to stop jumping up on uh, everybody's knees? Oh, he acts like like Democrat now. I see, you know. <laughs> I guess he's independent. Uh, it's easy. Yeah, are you looking for the quick fix or a long term solution? Tell me. Well, he's six years old, so I mean. And then I've, I've always uh, had to pull him down and put, you know, pick him up, put him in my arms to get him to stop. But uh, it's just a, a bad habit that I've been unable, unable okay, to work. Okay, okay. I guess, stop. I guess, I guess you believe in. Uh, you want me to give you a quick fix? So just shoot him, uh, but not with the real gun. No, 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 no. Uh, with the air one. Oh, oh. Uh, by name Pet Convincer. It's a very humane and very interesting device. So basically, you push the trigger, air comes out. Air comes on the run, and he stops that jumping like a big. That's what I meant. Okay. Uh, and that's it. If you if you looking for alternative, alternative would be um, penny cans. Like uh, you put uh, five six penny into the pop can, like we say in middle, in Michigan. I don't know if you understand what pop can means. I mean, it's soda can, but it should be aluminum. Right. Okay, and the typical approach, like shake that that can when something goes wrong, but it doesn't work really. What you need to do, you need to toss it next to him, even if it touch his shoulder blade, it's no big deal because it's very light. It should be right. like almost ha- has no weight. So that's why I said five pennies, not uh, quarters, not marvels, not landscape stones. Okay, so. Three things comes together. The dog jumps, you toss it sharply sideways without raising your hand because you don't want to get any um, negative negativities. You just uh, startle it into the attention. Just toss it and forget it. But when you toss it, make the sound. Ah! And move forward. Those three components must come together. Toss it, scream it, and... Uh, let the scan go, make that sound, and freeze. F- freeze for two seconds. Freezing means if you don't stop, I will bite. That's the dog language. You know, when I do the training session, that's normally what we do. And after that, I teach the dog what is the alternative behavior is. Let's be, let's let's think this way. Why the dog jumps on the people? Well, he is very excited. He wants to get what he wants. He wants to. He, basically, he's the man. He's stealing their attention. I like the dogs to deserve for their. I I I want them to know. Hey, I will do this, and they're gonna get something. But that something will be what we want to give him, not what they want to steal from us. So, in other words, I like to teach the dog go to the dog bed when the people come in, and I like to teach the dog go to the dog bed even before I open the door. So, in my class, if somebody push the doorbell, um, hell, you will be. Doorbell. Okay, and I say, owner says, place, and the dog runs with the speed of Russian satellite guide missile to the dog bed, lay down there, and allow the people come in their home. That would be a long-term solution to this problem, and the dog must stay there for a few minutes, and after, until he released, it can be easily taught if you will put on your dog uh, six foot, six feet. I always confuse feet and foot. Six feet of clothesline, like a string, shoelace thickness. And uh, using your body language and, and do it before the people come in. And get them 
like a, um, like a, like a, like a law before you have lunch or before you have um, see your family watching TV or um, uh, something accommodate with your daily routine. You chichido go to the dog bed five six times per day and reward it with the nice treats. And so the time when the your um, neighbors or friends come in, he will be in the better stage. From that time, he maybe will not obeying you. He maybe even breaks from this from this position. This time you could correct him with that 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 can flying through the air or a pet convincer and put him back in in the bed. So that's what I would approach to your problem. But again, it tells me about a little bit lack of. Um, uh, solid obedience training on your part because the only difference between okay trained dog people and perfectly trained dog perfectly trained dog is the one who is trained around the distractions I mark I can't tell you how many times I'm hearing from the from my clients oh my dog is trained well he listened me most time yes people but not in the time when you need it most in the time when you need it most he's gone because dogs do listen do listen us when nothing better to do that is why in my training classes i'm setting a lot of distractions and try to work uh, with my dog through those distractions take take my client's dog to the pet store to the uh, downtown and try to uh, in that situation to show him I'm in charge if you have a problem when your mother-in-law is you know it's always my clients tell all problems because of, because of the mother-in-law so whatever if you have a problem when the family has a lunch or a guest coming this is the great time to work with your dog but before you do that make sure to put some time and training before that problem happened so, but that's what my approach would be. I gave you a quick fix and long-term solution. Give that a shot, Mark, and uh, let us know how it works. And if it does work, we'll go ahead and keep Vladi on board because he seems to be able to fix these problems uh, just like that. one 405 8405 to talk to the world-famous Russian dog wizard or any one of the Dream Team right now. Hi, this is Jenna Fisher on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals. One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. The Kurgo line includes everything from a backseat barrier, which keeps Fido in the backseat, to an auto zip line to keep your dog secure. And for the little guys, Kurgo has a Skybox booster seat, which provides them with a clear view of the road. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. Remember how energetic your dog was as a puppy? If you could give your senior pet his youth and vitality back and relieve his aches and pains, would you? The Gift for Life works to signal your pet's life-giving hormones back to a more youthful balance. The Gift for Life can help repair damaged cells, leading to amazing anti-aging effects and a longer, healthier life. Give the gift of youth back to your furry companion with the Gift for Life. Learn more about the science behind the Gift for Life at thegiftforlife.com. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the 
healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewies, and we want you to try Stella and Chewies too. Visit StellaandChewies.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. This is Animal Radio, baby. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie, a groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard back on Animal Radio. And, uh, oh, I... Give me that story. Oh, this I is just saw that in the paper. I couldn't believe it. Comes out of Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. You think uh, all they're known for is the uh, Puxatawney Phil, Phil but uh, no. Yeah. Police say they charged a Pennsylvania man with public drunkenness after he was seen trying to resuscitate a long dead possum. Oh. Alongside the that's highway. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Several witnesses saw 55-year-old Donald Wolf of Brookville near the Animal Thursday along Route 36, about 65 miles northeast of Pittsburgh. One person says Wolf was attempting to give mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Oh. So I don't know how the follow-up story on that. we got to find out. Uh, yeah. uh, you got to say he's at least an animal lover. I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> the whole gang is here. We're just uh, sitting in ready to answer your questions. And Joey, I wanted to ask you, you've been here for a few weeks now. What is your opinion of California girls compared to Jersey girls? Oh, see, this is a tough one. Now you really put me in the spot. I'm married to a Jersey girl. Oh, I mean, so you have to, you have to, um, you know, I, I, I can't even answer that. Okay. Um, well, we'll let but, you know. But, um, cause yeah if, yeah, if I don't say Jersey girls, I'll go home and you know what, guys, um, I'll get a big boot in, so in my butt. So you haven't even noticed the California girls, right? Probably. I didn't, I didn't know you had women out here. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be honest with <laughs> you. And then it's spring day, so you get to see them all out at the beaches now. And uh, you know what? That's the only thing. I mean, spring out here is is like um, it's there's not much of a change. Um, back home, you know, when 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 it's spring, you're celebrating because you said, "Thank God, we're through the winter already." Well, you uh-huh. gotta be glad you're not digging out of snow right now. I hate snow. Hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Well, you'll love Hollywood a lot more, and uh, Hollywood will love you. A lot more. So it's it's all a good move for you. Dog father Joey Volani, he's answering your dog questions. We have Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions. Bobby was working on animal news. She's the kind of gal that she has her pager and her beeper and her Blackberry, and she's always looking for the latest animal news. So we decided to make her our social networking butterfly, and she's in charge of all of our uh, Twitter and stuff. So uh, what did she tweet last week she was telling us? Uh, something about her shower. I don't remember. I don't know. No, she actually tweets good stuff. So if you want to follow us, head on over to the website at animalradio.com. You can get all that whole social networking fix if you have time for that. Mm-hmm. I frankly 
uh, haven't embraced the whole internet thing yet. I no, I don't I think it will catch on. Really, I'm no, me neither. Really, past that generation. Pick up the phone with me, uh, animal communicator Joy Turner. Now she can tweet without any devices whatsoever, and she can tweet your animal more than 140 characters, even if they're not wow. alive. She does it telepathically. Could be, could be your she? childhood animal. She tells me. That there's no language barriers because she does it with pictures in her head. She's not with the animal, so it doesn't matter if they're alive or if they pass. Yeah. So we got the animal yeah. communicator. We got the dog father. We got the veterinarian. We got the news director. And we even have a pet travel expert, Susan Sims. Judy's screening your calls right now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Let's hit the phones. Uh, we have. Is it okay? Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Hey, how you doing? Good. Thanks We're for taking my call. Of course. How can we help you? You know, I got a uh, chocolate lab. He's six and a half years old, and he kind of runs free on our five acres here. A couple times a week, I got to pin him up for the zero and takes the garbage trucks. But he has a little <laughs> trouble minding me, and, and uh, he's not real good at coming when I call him or, or dropping the ball. He loves to play fetch, but uh, he doesn't drop on command, you know. Mm-hmm. Is there any anything that, um, you know, I, I work with him pretty good the first year and then we had a little baby come along and then uh you know so i'm, I'm sure there's a issue there of dominance there being the alpha but uh I, I just can't seem to get him to drop on my command anyway is any, anything you can well, sure to me? there's definitely some things and the first thing we have to remember is that you know it's kind of natural for dogs to um i don't want to say guard items but to kind of protect them you know because in in their world if we talk about wild dogs um their items they have resources that they protect so there's some natural instinct the trick is in your situation we need to make the motivation to do what you want greater than his motivation to have that item in his mouth because that gives him a happy feel good feeling when he's got that item in his mouth so attempts to take that away take that feeling away so we've got to recreate something that's more enjoyable than just holding that item in the mouth so it's really a matter of positive rewards and finding something that we can use to our advantage uh i have a lab and food is a wonderful motivator <laughs> so i don't, i would definitely encourage you know small tidbits of really yummy dog treats um potentially even things this is where i hate to say things like this but little bits of hot dog or things like that where we can use that <laughs> as the positive reinforcement um you know to get the desired behavior now we don't want to turn this into a wrestling match, but in, in my labs, and I know in a lot of dogs, what we can do to help encourage them to drop and to train that to a command, to a give command or a drop command, is um, to give that command, ask for the behavior. In many cases, we can kind of gently put our fingers in the mouth and just kind of gently open the mouth and retrieve that. Now, when you do that, we don't want him to be anxious and nervous that the item's gone. We want to give him that positive reward. So you give him the little tidbit, good boy, good boy. And we kind of have to work that positive circle around and around and around. Because once you take that toy away, if his anxiety level's going up, we're actually hurting the problem there. So that's kind of the, the... the root to the whole issue there. And, uh, you know, some dogs, you know, if, if he likes to retrieve, then we could do a multiple uh, retrieving uh, session so we have multiple balls. So then that helps to train him that, hey, there's another item here. Don't worry. Give me that one. you got another one waiting for you. And a lot of times I'll use a small training leash to keep them by my side when we're doing this um, so that the other ball is thrown and he's not taken off, you know, off uh, out of your hand and out of your control because you can't expect a dog to follow the direction 
if you don't have a way to correct that in some way. So keeping them on that light training leash will certainly help. So I think that would be uh, be helpful. And I know my boys, oh, my uh, male lab, he loves his tennis balls, but he almost throws them at me now because he enjoys <laughs> retrieving them so much more than just holding that in his mouth. So uh, I know that motivation is big. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I was a little curious as to go back to feeding them uh, treats because that's how we started type of thing. And but uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll go back to that uh, that style. Good luck with that, yeah. Joe. Let us Thank you. let us know how that turns out with your little guy there. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. It's Animal Radio. We're celebrating our connection with our pet, Doctor Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani is here, as well as animal communicator Joy Turner and Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard, back in studio. It's interesting. We just saw Vlade and. Uh, Joey in the hallways talking to each other. <laughs> seems you to don't be, have to. You better paint that picture there. Uh, yeah, it's, it seems to be a communication problem. But uh, we're we're gonna try to. I'm gonna mic. We gotta mic Joey when he goes out to talk oh, to Vladi yeah. again. They're hilarious. And those just two. get one of their private conversations. We are looking for Animal Radio's top vet for 2010. We have one more week to get your votes in. And all you have to do is email us at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com. Now, of course, our favorite vet is Dr. Debbie. That should be pretty apparent. Oh, apparent. of course. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, because you do so much stuff. You're a multitasker. You're not only with your practice, but you get involved with the community. You're a part of a uh, disaster response team there. And you were, you were talking a few minutes ago about the birds that... Uh, yeah. That you, what a shame. That, yeah, they're really... Yeah, and you know, it was such an uh, unfortunate thing in the first place, but, you know, uh, myself and some other of the avian vets, we were actually at conference when this happened out of state. So it was really, um, you know, a, a double hardship because some of the people prepared to respond weren't even around so um, but yeah but you get involved in that kind of stuff you know don't bring me down here don't bring me down what i'm saying is is that you do a lot of stuff you're you're very involved that's why you're my favorite vet and i salute you thank you you you, you bet i will be going to the website and i will be sending an email (laughs) to your voice at at animalradio.com and voting for you but we encourage all listeners, uh, wherever you are, if you have a f- special vet that needs to be saluted, we want to know who they are, where they are, and what they've done to be so special in your mind. And what we're going to do is we're going to pick one of these vets. We're going to give them a big old prize package, which includes advertising. Advertising. Wow. To help them with their practice a little bit, get a little bigger. Mm-hmm. So uh, here's the deal. And, you know, by the way, helping them with their practice may not be something that you, you want to do, but they'll love you and they'll thank you for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, why would you want to wait in line uh, behind more and more people? Yeah, you That's don't what want, I'm saying. You, you don't want everybody to know. You want to keep it a secret. Secret vet. Yeah. And I think it's bragging rights, too, to say that your vet was the top vet. I mean, <laughs> yes. that, that's something special. It so is hey. something special. We got an email just a few minutes ago, and I hope Antonio doesn't mind me reading it on the air. It says, it's got to be Dr. Carl Kelly at Round Hill Animal Hospital in Round Hill, Nevada. Uh, she says that it's, uh, she lives in South Lake Tahoe, so they must be... Must be up there by the border. Yeah, must be near the border yeah. there. He uh, he spends time discussing your pet's condition, works in a small office without a lot of overhead, so costs are super reasonable. And Dr. Kelly will tell you all your options for your pet's condition and not try to sell you on things your pet doesn't need. He's the best, and his staff is too. Uh, that's Antonia from South Lake Tahoe, and I will put her vote in. We hope you're voting for your veterinarian because more often than not, you know, people reach out to complain, but they don't reach out when something's really good. We hear a lot of stories. People will say, well, my vet did this or my pet store did this. What about the exceptional ones that do good things? We want to hear about them, too. So let us know. That's right. Cheer us up over here. (laughs) In a world, in a world. 
It's Vinny Penn, your party animal, coming at you on Animal Radio. I want to talk about something that I don't know if this even goes on anymore. Maybe it's a lost art, certainly one I never understood. But the word of the day is taxidermy. Is that even still going on? Is there someone listening right now who's like, whose name is probably Elliot, who's like, I'm a taxidermist. Does that still happen? I visited some family friends in Rhode Island recently and got spooked because when we were growing up, we loved their dog, Sport. Sport lived to be almost 20 years old. And as kids, we loved Sport. And when I went in the house, there was something very spooky on the couch because it looked like Sport stuffed. And it like took some whispering amongst my siblings before we realized, no, it was a stuffed animal that was purchased because it looked so much like sport. But it got me wondering, are people still doing that with their pets? I really kind of never got that. I get the love and the loss and the, I could even get putting a picture framed where there were flashing lights around it, Christmas tree lights around it or Michelob lights flashing around there or whatever that maybe it even barked. You could turn it on and it would bark and it was recording of the actual dog. Are there people who do that and sleep with it and pretend it's alive and take it for walks where they're just like dragging it down the street and all the neighbors ignore. Yeah, that's just Joey and his, his dog, Benji there. Uh, yeah. Benji died a few years ago. We all act like he's alive. Hey, Joey. Hey, Benji. I don't, good boy. Just ignore the fact that he's dragging this stuff thing. I mean, is that, is it? Somebody explain taxidermy to me. This is Animal Radio. Hi, this is Bob Barker on Animal Radio, reminding you to help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. This is an Animal Radio news update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The deadline has arrived for aggressive dogs who live in military housing on marine bases. Last April, the base commander at Camp Lejeune banned full or mixed breeds of pit bulls, rottweilers, wolf dog hybrids, or any breed with dominant traits of aggression. Waivers were given to dogs who passed a non-aggression test, but all those who did not pass must be out of base housing by April 1st. The ban was instituted after a fatal mauling of a three-year-old boy by a pit bull that was owned by a visiting family friend. And one growl is worth a thousand words. According to recent European-based research, tests showed dogs' growls contained very specific information. Play growls tend to be shorter and more high-pitched than growls made while guarding food. Researchers recorded those growls and played them back to 41 adult dogs from Hungary and Austria. The team played a guarding growl when they offered a bone to the dogs, who then jumped back when they hit. Those dogs were calm when the play growl when the play growl was barked in response. An Aresis macaque monkey has successfully eluded capture in St. Petersburg, Florida. For well over a year now, the monkey is believed to be part of a troop of wild monkeys from Ocala State Park. It's about 100 miles north of St. Petersburg. The wily monkey has a huge fan base who continue to cheer his ability to outwit capture by humans. The monkey has his own Facebook page, by the way, over 30,000 fans. And one trapper claims that, quote, the monkey's a junkie because of all the tranquilizer shots that apparently just leave him unfazed. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. 
This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip for choosing a litter. Try a litter that resembles what cats naturally use. Soft, fine-grained litters most closely resemble the sand and dirt preferred by cats in the wild. Secondly, remember that cats have a keen sense of smell, so choose a litter that doesn't include perfumes. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herb Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets, 1-866-405-8405 to connect with Dr. Debbie or groomer Joey Vellani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, as we welcome him back to Animal Radio. We're all set here in the studios. Ready to go. Got the cats in place. The dog's asleep. I I thought you were going to say caffeine in place, because I'm like, that's a given. (laughs) Now, you being uh, in Las Vegas, you see a lot of strange animals. A lot of uh, interesting things go on between the shows. you got uh, so many shows that involve animals out there. And I'm sure besides the, the cats and the dogs, you see your fair share of animals, including birds. And I understand oh, that gosh. you were involved this week. What, what happened this week? Well, actually, recently, in the last week or so, there was a uh, a fire at one of the bird sanctuaries, and they house hundreds of birds, you know, from uh, peafowl, like peacocks, to uh-huh. chickens, to uh, uh, parrots, and um, there was a fire, and it killed a couple hundred birds, oh, no. and we actually were, yeah, it, it was horrible, and then one dog on property also, oh, no. um, but uh, we were one of uh, about six veterinary hospitals that helped out, and we actually still have three birds that were exposed to the fire. Oh. Um, and so what kind of treatment are they getting? Yes. Well, they they definitely start off with oxygen therapy right after the um, the event. And we still have one that has some uh, burns and that has some respiratory damage from the fire. Um, and one of the macaws that we have actually suffered the loss of his mate and was very depressed and um, mm-hmm. basically watched his mate die uh-huh. in the fire right next to him. So, um, you know, a lot of emotional just responses there. So... Uh, the good things are, you know, they're coming along and they seem to be doing well, but very devastating for, you know, our area and for the bird lovers out here. they ever figure out the cause of the fire? I believe it was electrical. Yeah. And it's an old yeah. facility, so it's been around for eons out here in our area. But, uh, Ooh, you know, fortunately, a lot of good people, you know, are coming up and volunteering and helping out. Good. It's, I'm glad to see everyone come together in events like this. Let's hit the phones at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Which one are we going to? It's Hi. Sue. Hi, Sue. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Where are you today? I'm in Santa Barbara, California. Lovely Santa Barbara. Are you listening on uh, KTMS or XM? On XM. Okay. How can we help you? Well, I have an old English uh, bulldog who is a year and a half old, 
And at nighttime, she sits there and chews her paws excessively. And I just okay. want to know why she does that. All right. And is she? Um, is there any sores, any bleeding, anything you can see down there? No, absolutely nothing. They look perfectly normal. And in the morning, I mean, at nighttime, when she chews them really bad, they get very red. But and mm-hmm. it, they never scab up or anything. But when she sits there and chews them, I mean, she drools really bad when she's chewing. I mean, drools all over the her bed. Yeah. Ugh. Well, and definitely when you said bulldog and you say skin and lick, ugh, one thing comes to mind is allergies, and uh-huh. they certainly are breed where they have their tendencies for skin problems, but it doesn't just stop at allergies. Allergies being things in the air, in the environment, um, even foods that pets can be sensitive to that can respond or cause a basically an itch response in the pet. For us, when we have allergies, it kind of is more like the hay fever type thing. Uh, For dogs, it's really their skin is the target organ, so we look for scratching, itching, hair loss. All of those signs can be more of a signal that we might have an allergy. That's one of the first things um, that comes to mind, especially if there's not a lot of signs of redness or injury or things like that. However, in bulldogs, um, they also get a lot of other fun skin stuff coming along the way. And in many cases, we'll get yeast infections in their skin as well as bacterial infections. So my first, I guess my first step uh, with your baby would be I would certainly take a look at the feet. And even if they visibly look good, I'd say a good vet exam and sampling from that area would be important because a lot of times things like yeast, you know, we may or may not be able to tell they're there. If we do have an infection, there's definitely steps, medications, sprays and so forth that we can we can address that aspect of things and anyone who has yeast infections knows yeast itch so (laughs) we would certainly want to go down that road appropriately but some other things that you know if we don't find any infections some things that i'd uh, maybe look into for you some very nice little topical sprays that have colloidal oatmeal which Uh are kind of a soothing agent and these work nice for mild allergies or mild irritation those there's a lot of different brands out there but basically we're looking for colloidal oatmeal. It's just kind of a soothing, non-really medicated kind of way to go. And then we can talk about maybe looking into some hypoallergenic diets, which can really treat from the inside more than on topical means. Okay, that's good. Can I ask one more question? Absolutely, go ahead. I've got three macaws. And hey, you're I, a bird lover too. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and um, my main one was the blue, uh, the blue and gold. Had him mm-hmm. for 10 years before I got rescued the two others. Since I have rescued the two others, the blue and gold is picking herself really bad. And I do mm-hmm. give her more attention than the other two. Is okay. there anything you can suggest to make her stop that? Well, and that's that you're kind of getting to the root of that, is that a lot of times anxieties, I don't want to say just feeling out of sorts, but um, changes in their routine can definitely become more of a psychologically driven thing. Um, now, are these birds housed together? Yes. Uh, well, no, they have three separate cages, but they're all on top of their cages every day, and they mingle with each other. Okay. All righty. And uh, th- was this behavior present before the other two came around? No. No, never picked okay. its, her feathers. Okay. The basic thing that I would say is going to be a couple steps that I do. One is I'd want to make sure we have some 
some one-on-one time away from the other birds where we can do some interactive play, some food items, um, and spend some quality time with her in that way. And also when she, and then we want to get those interactive toys for her in the environment. And kind of like dog toys, the ones that have the food that you basically, they have to kind of pick it out or pull it out of the, uh, say, a block of wood, and you could put little uh, food items inside of there. Those kind of things where it gives her something to do so she's not weighing her every moment on your presence, um, that can be very helpful. Um, And I don't know that with something like this, I'd jump into something like behavioral medications. That's really more, I guess, the last thing I would look at. Um, So I'd work on some of those environmental things. And then have have you had her out to a vet, to an avian vet to ever check? No, I have never. No. Oh, she's, okay. She's, on, she's anyway. always been really good, and she's laid lots of eggs, too. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a funny thing, because people who who don't have birds don't realize that female birds will lay eggs, right. even if there's not a mate around. So I don't know, Helen Judy, if you know that. No, I didn't but, know uh, that. No. Yes. Yeah, they will lay... Yeah, <laughs> infertile myrtle. <laughs> they, they, won't, they won't hatch. They can't, right? Right, right. No. No, okay. Right, and not unless there's a male around. But yep. um, it's basically the equivalent of women that have their periods. Um, so adult uh, birds will still go through the cycling pattern and can lay eggs. So, yeah, very oh, okay. cool little tidbit. Well, while I got you on but, the bird tidbit topic, I just got a quick question. I, I never see them pee. <laughs> I've never seen a bird pee. Do, do they pee? They do. It's all kind of mixed together, oh, okay. and there's but there are separate components. So, yeah, if we could talk bird pee and poop, but yeah, there's definitely if you look at the plop that they pass. That's a combination, see, huh? Yeah, there's actually a liquid. There's a liquid. There's the solid stool, and then there's kind of the white, kind of the urate, which is kind of like the the urine component along with the liquid. So yeah, they they got it all there. I learned <laughs> so much here, and I of course I take it to the lowest common denominator. Hey, hey Sue, thank you so much for your call today. I appreciate thank you. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the dream team. See, I ask the questions that people are thinking, and they're just afraid to ask. They know they'd sound like an idiot if they asked it, so I asked them. (laughs) Uh, This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Senior Pet Products. They're a great sponsor of Animal Radio. If you have an older dog, you want to check out this website. It's SeniorPetProducts.com. Now, this week, 25% off your entire purchase. 25% off your entire purchase. That's a quarter. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's that's great. SeniorPetProducts.com. Let me give you this code. You go to the front of the website there. The big Animal Radio logo is there at SeniorPetProducts.com. Right next to the logo, you put in Radio SPP. Radio SPP. And you'll get that 25% off your entire purchase. Shh, don't tell anyone. No, tell everyone if you can. (laughs) This is Animal Radio. As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, okay. which I received. People asking me, Vladi, what the heck dog training color you are always recommending? And my answer would be Herm Springer. It's a German. Herm Springer dog training colors. Ah. Very humane, very gentle. Create a gentle grip through the neck. Imitate a doggy mama bite. Will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would be starting point of dealing with unruly pets. 
get. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist pinch color. Have a very bad attitude. We can keep complaining, or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They are very humane. What is the name They're of it? Prong color with quick release by company Herm Springer. And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. And, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are crazy. Dogs are okay. That's for sure. (laughs) One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. The Kurgo line includes everything from a backseat barrier, which keeps Fido in the backseat, to an auto zip line to keep your dog secure. And for the little guys, Kurgo has a Skybox booster seat, which provides them with a clear view of the road. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I'm laughing because I can't believe the things people would do because of the economy. And if you could see me now, I'm, I'm doing a little quote marks. I little quote my holding my fingers <laughs> up because everyone says it's tell. because of the economy. You know? yeah. That's why you're waving to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the deal: uh, uh, a pet food company in let's see, where are they? Is it near Chicago, Judy? Do you know where this company? Cook County. I don't know where I that. Know it might be is. Chicago, suburb of Chicago. I believe Evangers is the name of the food company, so. and they're pretty well known. They've mm-hmm. uh, I've actually tried their food, not me personally, but my animals have tried their food. Apparently, allegedly, supposedly, uh, supposedly, yeah. they were diverting gas and power lines. What? In other words, they didn't want to pay for electricity the uh, regular old way or gas. Uh-huh. So they they actually had some uh, contractors come in. I think they had employers. Employers yeah. with jackhammers, all that to divert gas and power lines. Also, they're involved in a two million dollar money laundering case, and I believe Bobby is working on that in the news. How, how long was was that going on before that somebody picked that up? I, yeah. I don't know. Geez, you wonder how much uh, gas and electricity they got. How much does it cost back there in Cook County? I'm telling you, it, t- it takes a lot to run a radio station, uh, especially electricity-wise. Maybe we should. I be- just can't. Yeah. I just can't see you not getting caught right away. But what is that cord that we have? I hope there's cord going out the building to the next. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Octomom is in the news again. She. Octomom. Yeah. Do you remember her? Oh boy. Yes, I do. I'd like to forget. Yes, it's hard to. She's back in the spotlight with PETA, the people for the ethical treatment of animals. That or, can't be a good combination. As Bobby says, people eating tasty animals. Of course, I never align myself with PETA. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't believe in PETA very much. Uh, Ingrid Newkirk, she's the, the head over there. She's a good lady, but uh, I believe some of the campaigns that they do are a little bit over the edge. Yeah, just and, a little. Oh, but, just a little bit. Uh, yeah. Might be good for the younger kids, but uh, us older, you know, pet lovers. <laughs> You know how damn old I am. Anyway, oh, yeah. uh, PETA has offered Octomom 
five grand to post a sign in her front lawn reading, don't let your dog or cat become an octomom. Always spay and neuter. Oh, boy. $5,000 to put that sign in her front yard. Now, that's, first of all, if you donate, make a donation to PETA. This is where your money's going. <laughs> to put a sign on Octomom's lawn. Yeah. Yes? I mean, it's... it's Tell them I put... Yeah? I'll put a sign on my lawn, too. <laughs> you know, if I'm in a quick 5000 why not? Well, get this. Octomom didn't take the offer. She didn't? No, she didn't take the offer. She wanted to up the offer. And she got exactly what she wanted. What else did the she want? The five grand in a wow. month, month supply of hot dogs and veggie burgers. <laughs> she sold out the kids. for hot dogs, huh? Oh, well, listen, boy. there's a lot of mouths to feed there. I so, so. I, 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 I guess I guess it's worth it. You got to do what you got to do when you're a mom. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. So those are a couple of news stories that Bobby's working on in the newsroom as she twitters away. She's our social networking butterfly, and you can follow her on Twitter from the front of our website, I guess is the easiest way to get to all of her little social networking thingies that she, she does. She's kind of geeky in the fact that she carries around a little beeper and her Blackberry and and all of her uh, walkie-talkies and, no, and CB radios. We need somebody that's connected. Yeah, she is very connected. Anytime there's a breaking news story that has to do with animals, she's on top of it. And uh, that's why she's our news director here. She's a little quirky, i got to say. We're all a little quirky, Hal. This is Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. It's Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets. Welcome, one and all. Well, thank I, you. I see that, uh, Bobby, you're, you get tanner and tanner every weekend. What did you do this week? It's an Italian thing. I just walk out and the sun just kind of latches onto me. I have nothing because I wear a 35 SPF because you, you can no longer lay out in the sun. Remember when we used to do that 100 years ago? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to put butter on. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and, and just like regular cocoa oil or stuff like that and just basically bake your skin. I'm surprised uh-huh. we're not all dead from skin cancer. <laughs> yeah. Could be any day now. Hey, listen, um, is he on the phone? Yes, he Oh, is. good. We have the president of the Greyhound Project, Michael McCann, on the phone. In the last year, there have been nine tracks that have closed, and we're talking about Greyhound racing tracks. I didn't think there were any still open. And there's uh, on each track, there's like between 500 and 1,000 dogs. Not a lot of people realize that. Wow. It could be 1,000 dogs that uh, run a weekly racing card at a track. Not that I know anything about this. You're just reading. I was going to say, I'm Hal, just, you're just a little <laughs> too well-versed in this. <laughs> so what does it mean when nine tracks close and up to nine? 9,000 dogs suddenly are out of work. Uh-oh. Where do they go? Yes. Well, that's why we wanted to get the president of the Greyhound Project, Michael McCann, on the phone. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? Hi. How are you? Tell us. What's going on with these dogs? What happens to them after they get laid off? Well, most of these tracks that you're talking about closed in New England over the past year. There were six of them closed in New England. Uh, there was one in Arizona and uh, several other, one in Wisconsin. But the, most of the dogs moved either into adoption or down to Florida, where there are still 13 tracks actively actively running but by by moving all of those dogs to florida it displaced a lot of the dogs that were already running there so a lot of these dogs are heading back west and uh, up north uh, to adoption groups all over the country so the adoption group groups are more than overwhelmed with uh, wonderful dogs right now what is the greyhound project all about what is your your organization do we were 
formed in 1992. There are about 300 adoption agencies throughout the uh, the country, but not a lot of the adoption agencies were able to offer uh, information to the public about Greyhound. So we started a magazine called Celebrating Greyhounds Magazine. We started an airport uh, advertising campaign where we have large backlit displays in airports all over the country. And we're currently doing a national public service announcement campaign where we have TV commercials running uh uh, promoting greyhound adoption all over the country. Do these dogs make good family pets? I mean, after all that running at the track, don't they need a lot of room and a lot of exercise? Yeah. You, know, you know, that's 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 a uh, a long-held misconception with these guys. Uh, we call them 40-mile-an-hour couch potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Because once they once they uh, once they finish their career, they turn uh, they turn into the laziest old hounds you ever saw in your life. They uh, you, you you mostly have to talk them into going for a walk. And uh, <laughs> but most of these haven't they prematurely finished their career? Kind of got laid off because of the economy. Yeah. How what's how old are they too? What's the average age? Mm-hmm. If I can typically, a uh, greyhound will retire from the track around age three. Some will. You know, some will not make it and will retire earlier. Some last a little longer, but you most likely won't get a greyhound older than five years old off the track. Typically, they they live to 12 to 14 years of age, and they're 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 very sweet natured, easygoing, lazy old hound dogs. Are they a good family dog? They're so attractive. I just love oh, how sweet they are. Beautiful dogs. They they are. Typically, when when uh, they're around children, for instance, if they're around rambunctious children, rather than uh, you know snap at the kid who's uh, harassing him, the dog will normally walk away and, and go to their own space, whether he has a bed or a separate room. But they they uh, they're not the kind of dog that's going to play catch with you. If you throw them a ball, they may go chase the ball and they'll they'll sniff it and walk away from it. So yeah. they're they're not good retrievers, but they're, they're a lot of fun to walk and uh, and show off in your neighborhood. Okay, well there is a glut of adoptable greyhounds. Should we just be looking at uh, Pet Finder and your site? And where where else can we find these? Well, we have a list of every greyhound adoption agency oh, in the country on our website, which is uh, adopt a greyhound.org. And uh, there you can find every agency in the United States, Canada, and around the world. So um, we've got them all listed there. So you'll be able to find a, a greyhound adoption agency near you. How many tracks are still open in the United States? Do you know? There are 23 tracks still running in the United States, and there's a very high possibility that as many as eight of those tracks may close within the next year. Just no one's wow. doing that anymore because of the, the economy, right? Well, it's the economy, and there's, they're up against a lot of competition now because of the, all of the casinos opening all, wow. of, uh, all over the world and, uh, and uh, riverboat casinos and all of that. Uh, it's real, they're really having a, a difficult time fighting the competition. Okay. So, and some of these places are two tracks in Iowa that the uh, Harris owns those two tracks, and and by law they have to run Greyhound Racing there. And uh, Harris has just offered the state of Iowa several million dollars a year to let them close those two tracks. So those okay. two are closing. Uh, there may be uh, as many as six closing in Florida in the coming year. So we're wow. really up against it with all of these dogs at every track. There's and like you said, from 500 to 1,000 dogs at each track. 
adopt-a-greyhound.org. We'll link to all these links. Everything you hear on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. Michael, thanks so much for joining us. Michael McCann, the president of the Greyhound Project on Animal Radio. Thank you so much. Okay, got another hour coming up. Brought to you by Chella and Stewie's. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's That's a spoonerism. It's a, I think it's named after a real honest-to-God guy. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and it's that transposition of the first two letters of the first two words that we all do from time to time. Yeah, well, it's not Chella and Stewie's. It's Stella and Chewie's. Stella! I should know that by now, of course. Because I'm, uh, I'm opening the package every day, several times a day. And sometimes I have to actually turn that dog away because the dog wants the Stella and Chewie's all the time. Or the cats. The cats love it, too. Oh, you know what they love is it they love those smell good. chicken yeah. treats. Yeah, here. I have some over here. Smell the chicken treats because they smell exactly like chicken. You know why? They're they, chicken. They're they chicken. Are. That's all. That's the ingredient label on the side of Stella and Chewy's chicken treats, the mm-hmm. carnivore kisses. Just chicken. Or here's one is bison. Just bison. bison. Oh, what a healthy treat. You know you're not giving your animal junk. The cats go crazy for it, especially Boog the studio cat. If you get your hands in between Boog's mouth and, a chicken and the chicken treat... Uh, you're in trouble. You biting, will lose a hand. will occur. Yeah. So if you're looking for a healthy treat, and when we say treat, you kind of think of junk. But this treat is healthy. Freeze-dried chicken or freeze-dried bison or freeze-dried beef. Check out Stella and Chewy's Carnivore Kisses. Wow. Learn more about Stella and Chewy's at StellaandChewy's.com. Is Animal Radio Network. Live from the Gift for Life Studios, celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal and Judy. And the whole dream team, Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Groomer, Joey Volani is here. Animal communicator, Joey Turner. And Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is back on Animal Radio with your dog behavior questions. Call us toll-free. And a monitoring device on his ankle. Is that what that is? I was wondering. How do you uh-huh. know that? Yeah. How do you how do you know that's a monitoring device? That's Russian jewelry. Used... That's something all the Russians wear. Is that what he told you guys? <laughs> no way. It's not? No. uh Well, you're twittering away over there, doing your social networking for Animal Radio. And we appreciate it. We truly appreciate it. And by the way, you can follow all the tweets that uh, Bobby tweets at, uh, you. Uh, what is it? <laughs> you don't even know, Hal? There's a we're, link we're, on the front of our website. Animal Radio, there is. There's an ad. They can follow us two ways, at Animal Radio or through mine at Bobby Hill. Uh, it's just that simple. Oh, how very exciting there. You're working on a news story about Octomom. Apparently, she's been offered a little that bit of wacky, cash. wacky, wacky little attention whore. I mean, seriously, how could you not want to see her back in the news? She's and been offered hot dogs. Is that, is that what it is? It's, it's just... Combine her wackiness with the wackiness of PETA, and I've got a great news story for you coming up, and I swear to you, it's true. So PETA has <laughs> taken their hard-earned cash, and they're trying mm-hmm. to bribe Octomom. Is that what I'm getting with the tease so far? Oh well, my gosh. of course, for a good reason good for cause. animals. Oh, yes. of course. Yes, okay, I'm as glad, always. Glad my hard-earned donations uh, are going to... No, I would never make a donation to PETA. Don't, I was sorry. just going to make fun of you on such a grand schedule s- scale had you done that, Hal. 
<laughs> I, w- I will not align myself with PETA. I've never really thought anything they've ever done has really been, uh, I, no. I've really never really supported it. But you I know what? still like to refer to them as the people for the eating of tasty animals, yeah. but yeah. apparently that's a whole other group. They don't like that when you do that, apparently. No, they get mad. What else? Well, greyhounds. Do you realize, and I didn't know this, but at each track, racing track, greyhound racing track, there's between 500 and 1,000 Wow. Greyhounds. Oh, that's a lot. I had no idea there were that many dogs no. on those tracks. Or that the tracks were still around. I know there used to be dog racing down south of the border at Caliente. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But I haven't followed it in decades and don't even know if it's still around. Yeah, well, down there, I think there's only like uh, 10 or 15 dogs when they do it down there. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what it is. They, and they're the Are same dogs. Sure, They'll no? run the same dogs in each race. No, I'm not sure. I'm not really not. He just makes just things that up, up as he goes along. It, it sounded it. good. I knew it. Yep. Nine tracks have closed in the last year. This means that up to 9,000 dogs don't have a job. And they're looking for a home. Homes, wow. So we'll be talking to president of the Greyhound Project, Michael McCann. Hey, let's get one for the studio. We could get a studio Greyhound. That'd be so cool. Would it be? You could keep it in there. They're the nicest dogs. You know, I mean, I have enough problems with the cats in my chair. If I got a Greyhound, I'd never be able to sit down. Let's uh, let's get. Are they blue greyhounds? We could get a blue greyhound uh, for our blue buffalo sponsor, makers of healthy Next and holistic natural lab. food for dogs and cats. Awesome. <laughs> you love them like family, so feed them like family with blue. Of course, Bobby is uh, really into our sponsor, Blue Buffalo, because of their. We could put them all together and take a picture. Yeah, with the blue, the the, the lava lamps and the blue greyhound. Yes, the blue food and the blue lava lamp and the blue dog. They now have a 100% grain-free recipe. If you have a dog that's allergic to uh, grain. Check it out, Blue Buffalo. Did you get your computer fixed? Uh, can I tell you my computer nightmare story? I want to hear your computer nightmare story. I have a laptop from a company whose name rhymes with Schmel. Okay. <laughs> and it had an episode a couple of months ago where the screen just kind of faded to black. So I took it to my neighborhood big corporate electronic outlet store whose name rhymes with Schnaples. And and so they diagnose it and they tell me it's a bad LCD, that the LCD has burnt out and it'll be 350 big bozo bucks to fix it. So I picked it up from that store that name rhymes with Schnaples and took it home and called a computer dude that's a real computer dude. Uh-huh. A dude. And So now do you actually have a computer? Is it fixed? Are we working today? Wait, with the- not done yet. Okay. Uh-oh. Turns out Schnaples... <laughs> was wrong, it's not the LCD screen, it's something called the inverter, which is a $9 part. That's all I'm going to say. And if you're an animal owner, you know that your animals actually put a lot of wear and tear on your computers and equipment. Can I just say that I asked my computer expert whether or not an 18-pound big fat cat named Slater walking across the keyboard of my laptop would have injured it in any way? Live from the Gift for Life studios, this is Animal Radio. Here's your dream team. Dr. Debbie, Joey Villani, Joy Turner, Bobby Hill, Vinnie Penn, and Susan Sims. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Don't forget, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is back on Animal Radio answering your dog behavior questions. Very excited about that. We just haven't had a time to make a new ID yet to include his name in it. Uh-oh. So I just have to jump in there. Do you like, it, it, it was almost flawless. It was now. almost flawless. Yeah. You didn't notice I didn't the know difference that in you. voices. Yeah. one 405 to connect with anyone here at Animal Radio. We learned last hour that the growls that your dog make 
there's actually, they're saying certain different things. They mean different things. They mean different things. Think about it. When a puppy is playing, you hear lots of high-pitched little barks and growls, right? Yeah. That That's the play barking. Those growls are very different uh. than the growls that researchers recorded when the dogs were guarding their food. How many uh. different growls are there? Do you know? Apparently more than three. Really? Okay. <laughs> I know my ladybug's growls. Does she growl? I can't imagine her growling. She, she has a, a play, small dog. I know, but she has her play growl when I'm playing with her toys, and she comes and tries to get it and growls, and then she has a different growl when she hears something outside. By the way, I wanted to See? mention this. You ha- you haven't been wearing the, fr- or she hasn't been wearing the frilly stuff lately. It's getting warm, so oh. we can't wear the dream coat. You're not burning out of that phase of... No, 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 no. It's getting a little hot here. I don't want to overheat her with her... Jackets okay. and things. She's looking more like a dog. I see that her feet are actually hitting the ground and walks now yeah. every day. Yeah, wait until the winter again. She'll be back in her scarlet dream coat. Okay. Poor dog. Octomom's in the news, and in just a few minutes, Bobby's going to be. Do you like it or not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, she's a money grubbing. She is. Well, that lady will do I- anything for money. I don't know that it's money. I think it's the attention. I uh, really personally think that she's got a serious problem yeah. being an attention whore. I but think she likes the money, too. Opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And Peter's yeah. involved with this story. Is that true? Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. a good thing. They, they want to pay her to put a sign on her front lawn. Oh, okay. Well, if you can't pay your electricity bills, what do you do? How about... Have your workers <laughs> use some jackhammers and reroute those lines. <laughs> this, no, not such a good idea. I'm kidding. This did not work for the uh, the creators of a gourmet pet food company, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cook County officials have charged them with some rather serious felonies, and um, it's just not good to do that, but I'll have it coming up in the news. Yeah. If your pet food company is diverting gas and power lines, then I'm probably not making the best food. That's all I'm saying right there. Rethink that. Yeah. yeah. Let's hit the phones. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani. We also have Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard and animal communicator at one 405 8405 right now. We go to line four and Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hi. How are you all? Very good. Good. Where are you today? Uh, well, I'm in St. Louis, but I'm from Edmond, Oklahoma. Sarah, you sound Hi, how- so wonderfully. How are you? Oh, I am doing great. Thank you. How are you? Good, 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 good. I, li- I love your brisk. Um, um, you're very energetic. That's what you are. Oh, well, you, you, well, you do I appreciate some fitness. It. Yeah, you do some fitness, um, exercising every day, or this is just uh, your personality? No, it's just my personality. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love it. You're like a fire. So go ahead. What's the problem with your dog? Well, I don't have a problem, actually. I, um, you have a problem have with your a... boyfriend? Go ahead. I'm <laughs> I, 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 I fixing everyone on this show. I'm more like a dog <laughs> Not trainer. Today. Okay. Not today. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I I'm serious, because it. yesterday I had one client, and the first question they told me, you know, uh, they had a, before that lady met that gentleman, her dog was, um, you know, she got the dog, and the dog now is biter, and uh, both of them believe uh, it should be a different approach to the dog training. And the man tells you have to be harsh, and lady try to be mommy, and I kind of put them together. I'm sometimes like counselor, uh, manager, manager, uh, manager. Marriage, marriage counselor. counselor. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes analytic KGB agent, which I am planning to do right now. So go ahead. Okay. Well, I've got an um, an eight and a half month old, 
And my husband's a landscaper, and there are a lot of people coming and going at our house all the time, and we need a dog that's going to be a good protector when I'm home alone with the baby. So we were okay, I, hate, I hate that to hear it. I hate it in the in the very beginning. I have to tell you why. Of course, you will continue on, because you know this is not the Russia, in United States of America. If we live in the so happy society, your dog, your dog doesn't need even to bite. You don't need just scare someone, knock someone down. You will be up the creek without pedal, like you say in America. It's not Russia. You cannot give free free vodka, bottle of vodka, and be done with this. As a matter of fact, as the pet expert I per, in Michigan, I participate as the expert witness in a lot of court um, deals on the pets issues. And boy, you don't want to get into that. People sue each other, especially in this economical time, for everything. Like stupid lap can knock the people down because he wants to get the ball or something. And boy, people are in trouble. So, but go ahead. I, go ahead. So, you, what breed you've got for protection, by the way? Well, right now we've got some English mastiffs, but they oh just basically will lick anything to death. I mean, they don't—they don't have much bite. Like a big so baby. Exactly, exactly. So, um, I've had a pit bull in in the past, and you know, if, so long as you're not treating them to fight or be mean, they're great dogs. But I want to know if we were to get another, if it would be safer on my baby. Yeah. My dear, are, do you live in downtown uh, Beirut or downtown Detroit or downtown L.A.? I guess not. No. So, no, uh-uh. No. Okay. So, so you, good for you. Uh, <laughs> here is my best suggestions to you. People in this country afraid from the dogs and in certain cities even more than from the gun. Okay, there are certain breeds have a certain look and certain prepositions. For instance, German Shepherd. Okay, German Shepherd is the famous dog. I haven't heard. If somebody who is listening, we have about half a million people listening. If I'm wrong, please let me know. But I haven't heard even one case when the German Shepherd would raise its hand or teeth, whatever, from the canine uh-huh. perspectives, on the member of the family, especially on the kids. They were biting in other people and kids, that's for sure, <laughs> but never, unfortunately, but never member of the families. They are very loyal. Okay. It's the ultimate pet. They're not for everyone, but this is the ultimate. Okay. So, yes, we do know pit bulls, and again, I have nothing against pit bulls. I have against right, Akita, right, right. Sharpay, Chow Chow, Huskies, not because I don't like them, because I more believe they're like a cats. But I love pit bulls. Honestly, I do. Uh, do I believe it's a good idea? I mean, uh, you know, if something will go wrong, you will be up the creek without pedals. So if you want to get right. something, combination of protection and loyalty, get the German Shepherd. It's not because I am uh, all my love, all my life and owning shoppers. I myself, I may be like more standard poodle than German Shepherd, but I cannot have a standard poodle in Los Angeles in the Southern California because the <laughs> people will think uh, about me. I don't want to go into that. Uh, German Shepherd would be great, great solution for you. But God okay. forbid you or your husband even think I'm getting that German Shepherd because I want that Shepherd will bite someone. I have to tell you why. Because German Shepherds, like a few in other breeds, like Rottweiler, which I would not suggest uh-huh. in your situation, those breeds genetically predispose to be good guard dog. If somebody approaching to me when it's too dark or something she believes it's not safe or secure, she momentarily tells, uh, 
I don't like it at all. You know, they have that natural instinct, which is very strong. You need to teach to control that instinct for the rest of your relationship with that dog. Okay? Okay, that sounds great. I appreciate it. Thanks for your call. 1-866-405-8405. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Phyto-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel and destination reviews, health and wellness topics, dog training advice, and the latest fashion trends. You can find Phyto-Friendly magazine at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, and Petco, or simply go online to phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. Phyto-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the only magazine your dog will thank you for. Allen on Animal Radio. I hope you all love Free Willy Escape from Pirate's Cove. It's coming out this Tuesday. Woohoo! This is Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. The whole dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey, Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is back here again at Animal Radio. Very excited about it. He's wearing some weird jewelry today. He, he calls it Russian jewelry. What Let's is that? Let's not talk about that, Hal. It's around his ankle. I've never seen jewelry like this. Kind of big. We're not supposed to Why say Why can't we talk about it? I don't know. It's uh, for some strange reason he he won't let us, or is it you that won't let me talk Just, about it? You know, don't go there, Hal. What, okay. what part? Of, don't She's go there. She's the producer, Joey. You gotta you gotta do what she says there. Well, maybe he'll tell us. That. Yeah, I know. Hey, how was Amsterdam, big guy? You know what? It was a lot of fun. I mean, we didn't have the greatest weather at all, but um, I'm tapping around in my wooden shoes, as you can see, that I brought back with me. And um, it's a lot of fun. But I'll tell you, I don't know what they do in the coffee over there, because I went in the coffee houses Ah. and people laying all over the tables, you know. (laughs) Well, I understand they're kind of lax in their laws there. Is that correct? I've never been there. 
It seemed like that. I mean, I'm a law-abiding citizen, as you guys know, so it seemed that way. Okay. Well, you know, now that you've got those shoes on, you can kind of keep tabs on where he is. I yeah, don't know he, where he is now. He doesn't sneak up behind no. you anymore with the clogs. <laughs> but he's, I see that he's brought clogs for everybody. So I don't know. Yes, I, I brought clogs back for everyone. They're all painted, and each one seems to have some sort of theme to, to who they are. So that's uh, very cute. What a lovely gift. And, of course, uh, we missed you last week for the new pet product special from Orlando, Florida, which was a You know, I'm, I really wanted to be there, too, Al. I yeah. mean, that's a show that I would have really loved to have been at. Well, maybe next year yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, hey, maybe you can go next year. <laughs> yeah. So who takes care of the animals when you're uh, when you're away? Elaine, my wife. My mm. wife takes care of the animals. and um, She doesn't go with you on these trips? Because if I was your I'm, wife, I'd be demanding. I'd say, damn it, take me to Amsterdam. <laughs> she, You know what? She usually does. Um, but the biggest thing was is moving out to California. She always wanted to come out to the West Coast. Uh-huh. So I told her, I said, listen, you know, we're making this move, and this is what you wanted. So when I have to go on these trips, because these trips... See, my wife is, is a... Um, is a jewelry and clothes um, person. So when I take her on these trips, I took her to Milan <laughs> once on a dog grooming convention, and uh-huh. it cost me so much money. So I like to keep her at home because otherwise it costs me a lot of money. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. That's a nice okay. way to put it. Yeah, she's a jewelry and clothes person. <laughs> Speaking of jewelry and clothes, we are looking for Animal Radio's top vet for 2010. I don't get the connection. That wasn't a... There, well, because we're going to enclose the vet in jewelry when we fit. No, we're not going to do oh. that. That's, I was just trying to make a smooth segue, yeah, and it, it really work. didn't work very well, no. did it? Uh, but we are looking for no. the top vet for 2010. And if you happen to, if your vet happens to be somebody you'd like to nominate, please send us an email at yourvoice at animalradio.com. Do you have one of those vet that goes above and beyond yeah. and really helps you out, whether it's emotionally or financially or just really helps your animal? Or Perhaps they performed a miracle sometime. Yeah. Yeah. We want to know who they are, where they are, and why you feel they're the best vet around. And you got to, you have, uh, I believe it's, it's one more week for this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. One more week to get your entries in at Animal Radio. Send them to your voice at animalradio.com, or you can hit the link on the front of the animalradio.com website. Do you have a special vet, Joey? You know what? I have to. I mean, I have to go with my Doc Halligan here. I mean, we've done so much together, and um, I have to. I have to go with her. If it if it wasn't, I'll be honest with you. She also, when we were back in New Jersey, my um, my one Karen Terrier had a uh, mass cell tumor on its front leg, oh, wow. and what ended up happening was we the, the vet that I went to for years basically just said we're gonna have to take the front leg, and and I couldn't accept it because I mean I was th- thinking the quality of life of my pet without his front leg and it was killing me and i called her up and she said you know what there's a um there's a um, specialty hospital in manhattan and she um gave me the name of of, of a um person to see there and we went there and you know what um, buster's running around with all four legs oh, wonderful cool. he gets his buffy coat test all the time which tests him for cancer and he just comes back you know with flying colors so wow. you know what i mean that dude these are my kids i don't have kids so of course doc Halligan, she's uh, she's a TV star in her own right too. Um, she was a judge, a co-judge with you on Groomer Has It, if I remember. And she's a co-judge, and she's getting a lot more airplay than me on television. Which well, she's a lot more attractive. A bit angry, but <laughs> she's, hey, hey, she hey. looks better in, a, in, in, the, in the clothing that she wears than you would look in her clothing. That's that's all I'm saying. But uh, she's a she's a good vet, so you're going to probably vote for her for this. And if you have a vet, that you I don't think we were allowed to. Yeah, well, sure you can. 
Absolutely. Well, you we can. can't we can't get gifts from the shows. I don't think we're allowed to vote. I mean, so, so we're allowed words, to have opinions just, and make. We're them... just exempt from 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 receiving <laughs> anything, but we could say anything we want. That's right. what you're telling me, right? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Okay, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to any one of the dream team. We'll go to the phones in a second. Did you know there's a glut of greyhounds? Many racetracks are closing down because of the economy, and I can tell you because I just found out. Between 500 and 1,000 dogs run weekly on a racing cart at a single track. Whoa, Nine of them wow. closed this last year, which means that could be up to 9,000 dogs out of work. Looking for homes. Looking for homes. Wow. So we're going to find That's out. That's an astounding that number. Amazing? I, just, I didn't know I didn't that. I didn't realize that there were so many dogs I racing know. in the first place. I know. I was at thinking like 24 maybe at the top yeah. or something like that. But they, they had a lot of dogs. So uh, we're talking to the president of the Greyhound Project coming up in just a few minutes. And he'll tell us about this Greyhound Glut. Very uh, attractive dog. Do they have any kind of problems? Are they predisposed to any kind of issues? You know, I'd say they, they definitely have their dental issues. That's probably one of the biggest things. But they're such gentle dogs. You know, maybe a little bit on the timid side in some uh, social situations. But they're really great dogs. A little dental care. Um, I, I would certainly adopt one. Okay. They're they're so... I love the sleek shape. <laughs> they're like Gorgeous. a Bugatti. I love it. Hey, Mike, how you doing? All right. How are you? Good. What kind of pet do you have? I have a ten-and-a-half-year-old Australian Shepherd. Ooh, very attractive dog. I, is he Okay. Well, she's got ticks, and we've taken her, uh, had her bathed. Um, she's got a new tick collar on her, and that was a week ago, and every day we're still picking a couple ticks off of her. Mm-hmm. What, where are you calling from? What area of the country? I'm in Lutz, Florida, which is a suburb of Tampa. Oh, boy. You've got all the critters down there, that humidity, and oh, yeah. So, yeah, you need to come live in uh, sunny Las Vegas where we don't have ticks. <laughs> and we're, or I should say, we don't have fleas. We don't have many ticks. So um, definitely a very regional problem, I, I'd say. And now you mentioned that you're using currently a, a flea collar. Um, are there any other things besides the bathing that are being done? Well, we sprayed, had the house sprayed and had uh, the yard sprayed in case it was our yard, but realizing that when you walk her, you know, she's in a lot of people's areas and they're not mm -hmm. spraying. She can pick a tick up there, but I thought the collar would have them drop off and they don't seem to be dropping off. Now, they're, the only collar that I would say is worth um, an ounce of uh, money for ticks is actually the Prevent Tick Collar. Um, any other types of collars, I'd have to say um, veterinary parasitologists will not really get behind those, but Preventic, which is an actually an Amitraz-based uh, product that's in the collar, that can be very helpful. So um, you might just need to shop a little bit and see your veterinarian for that one because I don't believe you'll find that over the counter. What about those spot-ons? Um, Are those any good? Yeah, and a lot of times we'll use kind of combined therapy. You just have to be cautious that we're not overdosing a pet um, using the same product in different methods. So as far as a lot of times I'll use the prevent, prevent it collar and then use some other types of methods. Um, we can do a spot on um, the front line. Um, there's oral medications, um, one that you can give. It's a flea tick preventative um, 
uh, it's a newer one called Comfortus that you can use. Um, so we can use a combined approach for these things. But yeah, we recognize that ticks will reinfest. And not only that, but different products have different timing of when they will kill. Uh, kill, that sounds horrible. Kill the uh, critters. So uh, some of them, it's not an immediate effect. Uh, for instance, frontline, it can take several days until they actually, after they feed, those critters fall off. So some of that is knowing how uh, to interpret the response to that. But I would certainly say if you're using any other um, over-the-counter type flea tick collar, that would be one thing right there we would certainly want to look at trying a different plan. And flea bathing is okay, um, but the effect can wear off. So we just need to make sure that that's done in a timely manner um, or use some of the different spot-on products um, that can uh, give you that sustained effect for about 30 days. So there's no over-the-counter flea collar that really works, flea and tick collar. That I, Not in my opinion, okay. no. no. Okay. Well, thank you for your call. Good luck with that. Give thank a, you very much. Give her a big all old right. hug from all of us as soon as you get rid of the uh, the, the, the ticks. <laughs> the critters, we don't want yeah. you to have critters on there, too. one 405 Have you ever wanted a monkey, like a Reese's monkey? When I was little, before yeah. I knew about that they could fling. I was always exactly. I was always afraid of monkeys. Really? Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because my girlfriend had a bad experience with one when attacked her and bit her on the face. Oh. And it was one of those cute little Reese's monkeys. Yeah. Well, there's one that's on the so loose. Cute when they bite you. I, and yeah. we got to we got to warn people that there's one on the loose, right? I mean, you, that's what you're yeah, reporting. He's a junkie right? monkey. A junkie monkey <laughs> near uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. Apparently, tranquilizer shots. Don't well, you know, that, that would be Whoa. your first choice when trying to subdue a wild animal is a tranquilizer shot. And apparently this guy is just built up some sort of, oh, I don't know, tolerance to them. And I think he shows up on purpose now just to get high. So there's a very aggressive Reese's monkey on the loose is what you're saying. <laughs> uh-huh. That's uh, coming up in the news. It is. Because she said it is. That's uh, Twitter. So it must be true. What are you twittering over there? I see you're twittering. See, as actually, you, I twittered. Yeah, I, I twittered about our group uh, that we like, adoptagreyhound.org. Oh yes, they're going to be on the show today. All on the way. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Scientists are trying to find out why kangaroos are so polite. Or at least why they don't burp. Cows burp a lot and are the largest contributors of greenhouse gases which are known to raise the Earth's temperature. Scientists have been experimenting with different kinds of non-gas-inducing feed for cows, but a new study is trying to learn more about the ways kangaroos live without burping. So far, the studies indicate that it's something in the kangaroo's stomach, an enzyme that can break down the food without the gas. If they can identify the enzyme, it might help the cows with their gas. And luckily for the cows, it doesn't seem to have anything to do with jumping around on your hind legs. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update. Brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. The only litter made from whole kernel corn. 
I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. A suburban Chicago couple whose gourmet pet food company boasted of canned pheasant for dogs and seafood and caviar for cats stand accused of stealing close to $2 million in utilities. Investigators also seized over $2 million cash from Joel and Holly Share in an ongoing money laundering scheme. I mean case. Cook County prosecutors <laughs> claim the sheriff's told employees to jackhammer through concrete in order to divert gas and power lines. Attorneys for the couple say they will be exonerated. And that was right after they posted nearly half a million dollars bond. City of Hermosa Beach, California, is on the verge of banning puppy and kitten sales in pet stores. The measure passed a preliminary vote in March with unanimous support of the Beach Community City Council. The final vote set for April 13th. Jennifer Fearing, Senior Director of California's Programs for the Humane Society of the United States, said, quote, We encourage people to adopt pets from a shelter or rescue group or to seek out a reputable breeder, end quote. And the Octomom has crawled into bed with PETA. Metaphorically speaking, the animal rights group has offered Nadia Suleiman five grand to post a sign on her front lawn reading, and I quote, don't let your dog or cat become an octomom, always spay or neuter. Suleiman accepted the offer, why wouldn't she, which includes a month's supply of hot dogs and veggie burgers, all in exchange for keeping that sign up in her yard for one year. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter with a tip for keeping your pet safe. Watch out for objects that your pet may ingest like yarn, string, dental floss, and ribbons. Although these objects appear harmless, they can cause an intestinal obstruction and can be fatal. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.WorldsBestCatLitter.com slash radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit naturalbalance.net to learn more. This is Animal Radio, baby. Are these leftovers? We didn't give all these away? No, you can give you can give one out right now if you want. Wow, I thought these would have gone. Not all of them. <laughs> I got a bunch of them. Okay, from last week's show, a couple weeks back, we have, uh, let's see, uh, we have rear gear. No more Mr. Brown Eye. These are the, um, what did uh, Joey call them? The sphincter covers? Sphincter covers. For the betacle area. Yes, if you uh, if you don't want to look at your cat's betacle area or your dog's betacle area, this uh, will cover it up when we have, let's see, we have a first prize ribbon that will cover it up or a rolling dice or a flower or a disco ball or one of those air freshener. They're like little medallions that go over their little place. I, I just don't know tail. what to say about it, that one. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm surprised they didn't go. I'm surprised that uh, we gave them away. Ooh, look at the directions on the back. Directions. One, open the bag. Two, cover the brown eye. Three, invite the in-laws. Because hmm. <laughs> you know every cat, you know, when you put something like that, they always, like, stick their tail up oh, and put the finest end towards the people that don't like the cats, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, that would be one way. Is, is it that they don't like me? Because Boog's always sticking his butt in my face, and I thought it was just a, a, something endearing, but really, it's that he doesn't like me, huh? Well, just in in my house, it was always the people who hated my cat, you know, he'd always go up to them and do that, almost like, come touch me, I dare you. <laughs> well, we're going to give these five away, so if you're interested, uh, give us a holler before the end of the show. We have Gordon on the phone. I know Gordon did not call for rear gear. Gordon, how are you doing? Great, thanks. 
Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Gilroy, California. Okay, how can we help you today? Gil- isn't that the Gilroy? Uh, that's a garlic the capital. Garlic. Yeah. Garlic. Oh, I love that stuff. Love that place. Uh, I have a situation where I just bought a brand new house, and uh, I have your typical black cat. I uh, rented out a room to a lady who has two Manx cats, and she generally keeps the cats in a room, but she let one of them out one day, and it had a little squabble with one of my cats, Ooh. and mm-hmm. came in and, and broke it up, um, and... This was about, I, I would say, six to seven weeks ago. Um, occasionally, she will put her cats in the garage to, to roam around, and one morning, my cat was out in the garage, and she put her cats out, and they got into a squabble again. I was just wondering, will they ever get along? Or they're all male, they're all fixed. And you're, you have four cats inside the home, and you, you're actually physically keeping them separate currently? Actually, just three cats, and... Uh, one is mine, two are hers. She normally keeps them in a room during the day. She lets them out. Right now, she's not working, and I'm gone all day at work, and she keeps them separated. One day, one of the cats got out of her room, and my cat was on the bed, and he hit him and hunched up his back and hissed at the other cat. And the morning that, that all these cats got together, they kind of kept their distance in the garage after they had a little squabble. And my cat just kind of made all these strange sounds and just kind of snarled at him. And, you know, I oh, guess sure. Kind of afraid of each other. So. Yeah, so that's what I was trying to get at. Because so you're you're basically keeping them separate, and on these few occasions they've gotten together. Then yes, uh huh. Okay. And I was all thinking right. of that, that you know they might get along. I thought maybe just throwing them all together in the garage and just let them go at it. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> not going to recommend that. <laughs> Definitely not, because we don't want any fur to be flying if we can avoid it. And the the tough thing is when there is a negative experience, cats are like elephants. They don't forget, and they don't forget easily. So what we want to do is make a gradual introduction, make it positive, and we keep those the level of um, uh, contact time, we keep that limited until we can say this was a positive experience and we build up to the next level. Uh, We don't necessarily want to throw them together because they're faced with the sight, the smell, the the posturing of another cat. So if they're not used to that other kitty, that's asking them to cope a lot in those social uh, situations. So basically, when I try to introduce cats within a home that aren't accustomed to each other, I like to do food rewards first. So we have one kitty on the, say, your kitty on the outside of the bedroom door, the other two kitties on the their side. We start off by the only place that they get fed is right at that barrier so that they as- as- associate the food as a positive thing and the kitty on the other side. So that helps to give that positive reinforcement of that uh, presence, if you will. Um, gradually, we will work up to periods of time where we'll take one kitty, maybe put the kitty in your roommate's room, and let that kitty stay in there by himself and experience smell around where the other cats have been. And then we switch the kitties in their environments. But um, when we do start to put them together, we want to make sure we do it controlled. So I wouldn't advise letting all three run. So I'd say, 
uh, one of her kitties to your one kitty, and we keep it so maybe there's a visual um, uh, appearance. So maybe we can look through uh, from one side of the house to the other. Um, one thing we can do is put the one kitty inside a, a pet carrier, and that way we can physically make sure there's no uh, bloodshed or no injury, but we get him used to the sight and the sound of them. Um, we work up to that, and again, positive reinforcement with cats. We use food, and if there's particular things the cats like, like brushing, um, you know, if they have certain toys, we want to use those when the other kitties are around, but not competing for that resource. That's it's kind of the kitty psychology. But if there is a squabble and they do have an altercation, that elephant memory kicks in. So we want to separate them, oh, and yeah. I usually recommend for days at a time. So three days after a fight is usually when I'll separate them. I'll go as long as five days for some kitty households because they really they're in such a social uh, stimulation that the slightest sight, sound, anything from that other cat can really set off that all again. We do have one common area where they both eat separately. Um, my cat is a pretty much indoor outdoor cat. I like to say it's a brand new house. I was in there for three months before he would even go outside. Now he's gotten to the point where, you know, he likes to venture outside once in a while. So maybe they could watch each other through the window or, you know, the sliding window or whatnot. Yeah, and then we do have to kind of watch that because sometimes that can be kind of, uh, kind of can work up some cats so they're more anxious if they see another cat out, especially if they're out marking or they're watching their behaviors. Um, I was going to mention uh, real quickly, uh, I would also get some kitty pheromones um, involved, and those are some of the scent hormones that you can't smell but cats can, and that kind of helps release that calming, chin-rubbing behavior you see in kitties. Um, that's a positive calming hormone, so um, that is something you can get in sprays, plug in and I would put those in both kitties' environments in their rooms. Um, and then potentially, if, if we're not getting anywhere, then I would consider some medication drug therapy if we need to go there. But it's kind of that last trick in my bag that I pull out if we're really not succeeding on all other fronts. Gordon, I want to make sure you have all your resources, too. If you if you have all the cats out at one time, that's three cats. You should always have one more litter than you have cats, so that would be four litters. And I'm going to help you. I'm going to send you some litter, if that's okay. I'm going to send you some world's best cat litter right now. I don't know if you've heard about it before. If you haven't, it's great stuff. It's made with whole kernel corn. We've been using it here at Animal Radio for over a decade, and I'm going to send it to you. For those of you that don't get a free bag today, you can get a $3 off coupon uh, over at the website at AnimalRadio.com for world's best cat litter made with whole kernel corn. Meow. All right, it's Vinnie Penn coming at you again on Animal Radio with the Party Animal segment. And uh, I've heard this story a million times before where some somehow people wind up having the same hairdo as their pet. And I have seen funny photos on Jay Leno, not that I watch that show regularly or wherever, but I've never seen it live and in person until the other day. I was picking my son up at daycare in a neighborhood that I don't really go to. And I've, I've heard the legend of this woman. She was out walking her dog. And listen, the hairdo was, it was so identical, it could, it has to have been done on purpose. She has to be taking a picture of her dog. They even had like the same ribbon or whatever in their hair. She has to be going to her salon and saying, could you make me look like this? To which the stylist must say, well, God already took care of the face. <laughs> Are you out there really doing this? Doing your hair like your dog's or doing your dog's hair like yours? 
This is a movement that need be stopped. As a matter of fact, why don't you inundate the animal radio, the general, or Hal Abrams inbox, as a matter of fact, with photos. Maybe we could start posting the, the ones who have a contest of sorts. And the prize could be therapy. Vinny Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten, and if you're like me, you love animals. That's why over 18 years ago, I started my Dick Van Patten's Natural Balance Pet Foods. I wanted to provide the best possible nutrition for dogs and cats based on scientific data, not just marketing hype. Today, my Natural Balance products are respected and fed by top trainers, breeders, and veterinarians from all over the world. So try my Natural Balance for your pets. You won't be disappointed. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. I've been meaning to say, Bobby, you are looking so svelte recently. It must be all the extra walks you're taking with Cody, right? You think? I, well, I know Cody used to sit right there in the corner during the show. And move. Now there's much more movement. We used to actually have to much put a mirror. Much to my chagrin. Yeah, well, because you're, you have to walk him all the time. Yeah. He won't go alone, yeah. It's not good to let a blind dog walk himself. You should be leading him. So this has actually been a uh, a blessing and a curse, and we're talking about the gift for life, of course, the gift for life. It's not a curse. Well, it's it's a it's a curse to Bobby because now she has to walk her dog all the time. Well, it's a curse to me because I always have to fight for my chair with uh, Boog the with Studio the, Cat. They're not, all, not with Hal. The gift for life, which is uh, it's a uh, rejuvenation supplement, or they call it Beyond Supplement. Yes. Don't kill me if I say supplement. It's Beyond Supplement. aging Really, it brings that youthful puppy back to your aging dog. Vitality and longevity. You can learn more at thegiftforlife.com. All our animals were showing signs of slowing down with their age, but the Gift for Life, they're acting young again. Order it today and change your pet's life tomorrow at thegiftforlife.com. Let's go ahead and give away one bottle right now. If you have a senior pet, an older pet, who's finding it hard to jump yeah, up to the bed. Or, down a little. I want to give you a free bottle of the Gift for Life right now. It'll last you a month. You call me at the end of the month and tell me how your dog or cat is doing. Now, it's, it's designed for uh, dogs. Let's stick with the dogs right now. I think stick you, with the dogs? Yeah, I think they're making a cat formula, and I know our cat is taking it, but let's just stick with the dogs. Is right our now. cat a uh, guinea pig, so to speak, for that? They, the cats <laughs> love it because it, it tastes like beef. Oh, you open the bottle and they just come running. Okay. 
It's the giftforlife.com. Call us right now for that free bottle, 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Animal Radio. Yes, are, am I listening to a live uh, program, or is this pre-recorded? Uh, we consider ourselves pretty much live most of the time. Uh, hold on, let me pinch myself. Yeah, we're, we're here for you. How can we now, help you? Are you interested in the gift? Yes, that would be great. Huh? I, I just came out of the pet store and was listening to it. That would be wonderful. Do you have okay. a senior dog or a senior cat? What is your animal? Uh, she's a Boston Terrier, and she's nine, uh, nine and a half. Is she showing, showing any signs of growing old? Um, just, just some little gray hair and just, you know, slowing down a little, but not progressively, but yeah, just some. Okay, what is her name? Carson. Carson is her name? It's a, it's a girl. Her name is Carson, C-A-R-S-O-N. Okay, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you a bottle of the gift here. This is a one-month supply of the Gift for Life anti-aging for, formula for canines. And then after a month, if you can check in with us, let us know how things are going. I sure will. Okay, hold on for one second. I need to get all your information. one 405 Hi, Animal Radio. Yes, I just had a question. Um, I just turned on the radio now. We just uh, got caught the end of that last uh, segment. Was it a supplement for older dogs that have trouble? Is it for aging dogs? Yes, it's called the Gift for Life. It's a cellular rejuvenation, vitality, and longevity formula for canines. Do you have an older dog? Yes, I have a 14-year-old. And I was just, I just, uh, she's having a little trouble with, you know, arthritis and walking. And so I was just curious if this would help. Like, um, so. What's your um, name? Uh, her name is Cobre. Cobre? Cobre, yeah. It means, uh, means copper in Spanish. Oh, Cobre. wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell so, you what. I'm going to give Cobre a gold bottle of the gift for life, and you can try it out uh, for a month. But you got to report back. Let me know what kind of results you're seeing, okay? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Hang tight. What is your name? Uh, my name is John. John, hold on for one second. We need to get some information from you, okay? Okay, great. Thank you. This is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live green is best for you, your family, and that includes your pets. We're looking for people overwhelmed by too many pets to be in a TV series about really large animal families. If you or someone you know owns a house full of animals, call us toll-free at 1-877-MY-8-PETS. Welcome. If this is your first time listening to Animal Radio, we celebrate our 10th year this year doing this. We welcome you to our celebration. We do it every weekend right here on this fine station. See, it's sort of general there. I had to say fine station because we're on 90 stations across the country, Mm -hmm. as well as XM Satellite Radio, answering your questions. I consider this like a church or a temple for animals. We all come here. We, We got the doctor, the dog behaviorist. Everybody who loves animals, we all gather around the radio at this time. It takes a village to raise an animal. It really does, if you want to do it right. Hey, Joe. Yes, I'm here. You want to talk to Vladi? I would love to. You're on with it. Joe, you have the same accent almost like me, though. What what state you are from or country? Well, I'm originally from New York with a Puerto Rican ancestry. <laughs> Oh, my boy. Okay. So, okay, my Puerto Rico brother, what type of a problem you have with your pet? Okay, I have a puppy, seven months old. Since he learned how to get on the couch, that's the only place he wants to go do poo at. Oh. I can't get him out of like, if, if I leave him alone, he's on the couch 
doing his business. And he was already going outside. I live in a private house. I have a big yard. I have another dog, which she, he follows around. What can I do about this? My brother, why don't you put your little puppy in the crate before, uh, when, you are, when you are not around for a while so he would get, get, get of this habit to poop on your couch? What I do you think put him that? in the crate from 11 o'clock at night when we went to bed. And he walked and cried to 5.30 in the morning that I got up to go to work every single minute. Okay, so, so what you're telling me, and he's barking right now in the back. Oh, that's uh, in that's the, back the other seat. dog. That's, that's Coco. This, uh, so that's that's, that's the bad dog is barking. That's, that's not the bad dog. That's my princess. That's the good dog. Okay, when you have a princess, you have a one good dog, one the bad dog. You I know... We almost never believe there is a bad dog, okay? The real issue is, is the smart dogs and stupid owners. Uh, but I'm not talking to you directly. I'm in general. You know, better not call any of my listeners stupid. I'll tell you that right now, Vladi, because I know okay. just because they're here, they're smart. I know they do. But there are dogs smarter than them. That's, that's what my point is. So here is what I would like you to do. Number okay. one. You should stop your dog's barking at all, whatever, screaming, barking whatsoever. Uh, I don't care if somebody, bar uh, somebody knock your door. I don't care if anything happens because the barking provides uh, demand and provides excitement in your dogs. It needs to be stopped. How are you to do it? First of all, if you want to stop your dog in, uh, uh, from barking inside of your crate, when the dog is barks, you should momentarily rush to the crate, snap the crate with your, with your hand, uh, not uh, from the top, from the sideways, so the dog would never see your raising hand. Just to startle. Hey, I'm mm. talking to you. As you startle the crate, make the sound. Ah! And startle. Look in the dog's eyes. The dog shuts up for two seconds, say, good boy, and walk away. For five, ten seconds, your dog is quiet in the crate. Give him some treats. Put your dog in the crate during the day. So, you know, you would not be fighting during the night. So he would get slowly increase the time. And every time he barks, do the same correction. If that correction doesn't work, um, use the pet convincer device. Pet convincer, which is uh, very inexpensive. It's emit air and sound. Every time the dog barks, you approach, smack the crate, push the button, air comes out of device. Uh, it startled him into that tension. From that time, you can say good boy and give him treats when he is quiet in the crate. Now, understand why your dog is so rambunctious in the crate, because you are not meeting his major needs. Like we spoke before on the radio, Vladi, like always, it's okay, Hell, I'm talking about myself in the third phase. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's, okay. But just in case people that just tune in, when Vladi talks about himself or talks, says Vladi, he's t you talk about yourself often in, okay. in the third. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if I will not talk about myself, who will? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my mother always kept telling, I'm not going to die for one thing, for self-modesty. Oh. But, you know, my, 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 it has a rock bottom for that, my, my proudness about what I'm doing. Anyway, uh, Vladi likes to, to approach, uh, always give the aspirin, which people are looking for, but also go to the cause of the problem. And the cause of your dog's problem is lack of the structures, lack of the discipline, and not meeting his major needs, which is physical, 
mental and social. This is the hardest part of my training when the people sometimes what they, they don't see in correlation between what I'm telling. People looking for the quick fix. How stop the dog going on the couch? I will tell you how stop him from going on the couch, but I not guarantee you so he would not go in the, in the back room after that because you can prohibit one thing, but you will never be able to, you know, unless you eliminate the cause of the problem. You will, you will, you will fighting with those symptoms for the rest of the puppy's life. If you don't want him pee on that couch, all what you need to do, you need to, you need to create perceptions so jumping on the couch, it is not a good idea. The easiest and much and most humane way would be go on internet, find the website, it's drfosterandsmith.com, just Google it, Dr. Foster and Smith catalog. And they have amazing, it's 35 bucks device, very easy to put it, no electricity, no shocks, it's uh, like scramble mat. The dog jumps on it, it's create a sound effect, like like wow. a siren, you know. It's just 35 bucks, Dr. Doctor Foster and Smith catalog in the behavioral uh, in the behavioral sector of that catalog online, you can get it. First of all, clean this couch, use the uh, product One Shot Plus. We highly suggest on Animal Radio, this is a great product, One Shot Plus. Because you got to get uh, the, the smell up so they won't return, yes. right? Yes, yes. You first you do that, step number one. Step number two, you put that uh, mat on top of it, and you, your problem is resolved. Your problem is resolved. But what I'm trying to tell you, I'm looking, I'm looking beyond of that scope. I'm telling you how eliminate why that problem occur. He is not abnormal, uh, uh, ab- abnormal. He, he, go, he goes on this couch, you know, because it's maybe convenient. Maybe your smell is on top. Maybe who knows what he's, he, he right. got in his mind. Make my solution is make sure your dog will be tired. Tired dog is the good dog. Get him physical exercise enough and get him mental exercise. I know that get sounds cal- silly, Joe, doesn't it? I mean, it's it's hard to correlate the exercise that your dog has with him pooping on the couch, but they really do connect. That will be a long-term solution because you're not going to be cry through a whole uh, night in the, uh, being in the crate because you're going to be tired if you work with him before. Thank you so much for your call. We wish you the best of luck with that. That's all we have time for today. Remember, everything you've heard on today, everything at AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, you can get in touch with us all week long at 1-866-405-8405. Have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. See you later. This is Animal Radio Network.